The dick needs to be hard. The penis needs to be hard, but not your heart. Because even the dick isn't hard all the time. You know what? Then be like your dick. Be like your dick. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode two of Organized Chaos Podcast with Nicole and Emily. It's your girl, Nicole. And it's me, Emily. Let's go. (laughs) Much better. Look, we're still working on our introduction. <laughs> we'll get better. Practice makes perfect. Practice does make perfect. So stick around for mm-hmm. progress and then yes. you can be part of the journey. Exactly, exactly. Grow with us. I wonder if people will get sick of, like, can you guys actually just get your shit together? <laughs> it's just a bloody introduction. I think we need to get back to cocktails. Why? Your hand looks a little bit empty. Yeah, probably need to do cocktails. But... So we're recording at my house. As we always have. I just recently moved houses. Is it recent? Yeah, it's recent. Yeah, it's coming up to a month. (laughs) (laughs) But I've been traveling. But yeah, I feel like, and yeah, the house is just a mess. Like there's things everywhere. The kitchen I'm doing room by room. Master bedroom is done. Um, Guest toilet is done. <laughs> kitchen is not done. So kitchen and living room not done. Woman cave is done when we're recording. So when you ask for cocktails, you're asking for a bit too much. A bit much. But it's okay, we'll get into it next time. I've got my glass of wine. Yeah, that would do me. That would do me. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Um very good. Actually, yes. I think I'm in a place of very good. No. Now, how are you going to... Because I've seen your mood today. Your mood today hasn't been very yeah, good. I've been tired. Okay. Been very good. I'm good. Mentally, I'm good. I took a couple of days off over the weekend, so just nothingness. So that was nice. Much needed. How are you? I... <laughs> I am good. Okay, no. I'm good. Um, emotionally, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I'm a little bit stressed because there's a few things going on with life and business and work and everything, a few transitions here and then. Transitions are always, you know, a bit difficult to get past. But I feel like overall I'm good and I've got good people around me. And I feel like... Oh, don't you just... <laughs> me, myself being the top one. I, do you realise... You know, I was looking at our colleagues today. You talk a lot. Too much. Yeah, we talk too much. It's funny because we were talking about, because um, the other day, I think we were driving yesterday and something had happened and you're like, oh, do you remember when this person called me? And I was like, yeah, I was on the phone to you when they called me. <laughs> and one of my new friends, every single time I talk to him, he's like, Nicole's almost always there. And he was like, do you guys just always talk? Like I showed up to his house yesterday and you were on the phone, and was like, "Do you? Is there a time you guys just don't talk?" No, and we're not talking on the phone. We're together physically. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> you will call me and find me with Emily. Yeah, standard. Just we need to reevaluate that. We have degree of separation because not only now are we living our social lives together, we also our professional lives are kind of tired. Yeah. Because our stores are right next to one another. Literally another. sharing a walk, sharing a back door. A back door. I've got- where were we today after work? Let's talk about where we were. Where were we? 
Where did we go to visit? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? This follows on so well. Okay, so you need to listen to the previous episode. This follows on so well when we're talking about Sumba and Bad Boy. <laughs> guys, not only are we adding podcasters to our resumes, mm-hmm. on top of our very extensive, extensive resumes, <laughs> if I do say so myself, <laughs> you are looking at the next biggest DJ, DJ. duo. <laughs> Female black. Oh, I'd like oh, to shut it down. Ready. Australia is it's not, not ready. ready for the two of us. DJ, so we went to DJ school today mm-hmm. to tour and see if it's what we wanted. And the moment I saw the decks, it's called decks, yes, right? Yeah. I haven't done a class yet. But the moment I saw the decks, I was like, take my money. This is it. Let's go. Um, where do I start? I was already asking questions like, so how do you get your gigs? How do you get? And every single person I've told about this is like, what the fuck? You guys are so random. And you know what's so funny? For you, it's so random. For me, it's very on brand. I still live in there like, oh, okay, cool, nice. Yeah. For me, it's like, what, why? And everyone's like, you and Nicole are so random together. So I'll never do the shit by myself. But, yeah. I think we've got a name. We'll, un- we'll unveil it also. If you've got a wedding coming up, if you've got events, mm-hmm. you wouldn't... Yeah. Nah, I'm so excited. Yeah, we're invited to be the next biggest thing in the city. And mm. in Australia. Watch yeah. current DJs hear this and hate. <laughs> First of all, they don't go to DJ school. I know, man. If you're trading in your background. Honestly, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's perfect. But I love to talent. Talent is talent. You know, talent is talent. Really. It comes for you. But I want to be trained. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, like, I wanna, hmm, I'm gonna DJ the shit out of that DJ. I'll always have a drink before DJing though. <laughs> Azul. <laughs> Shots of fucking Azul. You know what? I'm gonna buy a whole bottle of Azul. Just for the Because you know with me, yeah? There's before Azul and there's after Azul. <laughs> <laughs> There are so many drag stories, <laughs> so many which I actually cannot ever repeat in my life. Not even to yourself. Now, Azul comes out not very often. Because, you know, guys, that is not cheap. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. But when you break the account and say, let's call ourselves a buyer, Azul, uh, the wildness that comes out, she'll be fine. She will drink anything else and be perfectly okay. Uh, she'll be tipsy, she'll be have vibing. Give Emily a zoo and she turns into a cracker. And that's it. <laughs> a proper, there's no other way she's crying, but she becomes a cracker. It's literally like before a zoo and after a zoo. Like that's li- that's the, the demarcation line. AZ. Honestly. A completely different Emily. Every crackhead energy combined <laughs> and grows into her. And she is the uh, most, she is shocking. She will do the wildest <laughs> shit. And the best part about it, she woke up the next I don't fucking remember. remember a thing. <laughs> I don't remember shit. So the next, so this time we went out, four of us, I saw a couple of other friends, and had cocktails, had cocktails, and I got out there. So I was like, guys, shots of Azul. Mm-hmm. And I woke up the next morning, and I literally thought to myself, oh my God, we went out, had cocktails, drank Azul, and I came home and slept because I woke up by my bed, I was like, oh, I was, you know, I was just relaxed, I was like, oh my god, what, because after Azul, it's always just a madness, and you know, I was quite relaxed, I was getting ready, I went to work, I was working at the shop that day, and I got a Nicole, and I'm like, oh, you know, what a chill night yesterday, and Nicole is like, what the fuck do you mean a chill night, <laughs> and I was like, well, 
had a zoo. Why not? Because I remember having a zoo. After that, I was about to fly to Abhoa. We went to a different venue. Oh. Uh, I've got videos of this girl doing the crazy <laughs> She's doing star jumps on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I said, guys, crackhead. I mean, every crackhead you ever seen. Oh, uh, you know what? You should show that video too. Yes, I will. <laughs> and I will too. And that one is coming out on your wedding. Your in-laws will be thinking that nah, 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 you can't do that to me. No, 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 no. Your in-laws will be thinking, after you said I do, because now they can't do nothing about it. I won't put it up on your engagement party. True, 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 yeah, yeah. After you said I do, poor wedding, poor yes, wedding. Yes, wedding yeah, reception. Yeah. Don't give me a speech, Emily, because I'm embarrassed. Yeah, nah. I will ever uh, And I don't remember shit. I don't remember, I don't remember the full I'm I don't remember where we went. I don't remember... And, and, and I, was, I was like, oh, my legs hurt and shit. And I was like, oh, you know, it's just... This girl was doing squats and star jumps. Nah. Uh, and then crisscross, she came this close to doing a split. Like, she was so embarrassed. Like, so I, I never remember anything. So before the, the, bird, day, the bird was all stuck. Hanging on by a thread. <laughs> I went for pins, man. But you know what? That, that's my trademark. Before DJ, before any set, two shots of a zoo. Oh, gladly. I'll buy the bottle. <laughs> And that's, that's us. And we put the zoom there. Nobody else. Can Nobody have else. It. We put it there and it's there for us. It's actually a trademark. It's actually a trademark. That's our trademark. So a bottle of a zoom, and you know it's got a bell or whatever. And we can get the bell sound as well. Uh, but no, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. And we're going to have a huge party. You know what? Let's say it that we stick to it. Yes. December 3rd. December 3rd. Our big DJ debut. Yes. With a massive event. To usher us into, into the, the land, the land of, of DJ. DJing, disc, disc jockey, quite disc, <laughs> not disc jockey. But yes, December third, huge event. You know what? We've put it down. Now I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, we're talking a lot of shit. We really are talking a lot of shit. We fuck ourselves because we know we're we fuck ourselves. But yeah, no. So I'm so so excited. We start soon. I could talk about this all day, but um, you know when we talked about before how we're always together. Hmm. Um, and this ties in so well, you know. Um, I want to talk about independency or codependency mm-hmm. in friendships and relationships. Let's start with relationships. What, what uh, because you know how some people uh, everybody always says, as a in a relationship, you're one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, but we're, but we're not, mm-hmm. but we're not one, especially as an only child. I am so used to being alone, doing things my way, doing things how, when, and why I want them. And I just want to, I just want to get this done. And I just want to do it my way. And I just want to live life my way. You coming into it is a bonus, but really I'm on my own. So when you say we are one, and then now it's kind of fifty-fifty, and you know now we're a, we we are a unit. I'm just like, oh, that's a bit too much dependency. Like I want to know your home. But I don't want to be sitting on the couch with you the whole night. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. But then that is almost a compromise that you have to make if you're going to get in a relationship. Because no. it's not it's not just about you anymore. You have to compromise a little bit of your comfort, your personal comfort, to be to allow this other person into your space. You can allow them. You're in my house, no? I'm just saying you're in here. Uh, actually, you know what? This is a little bit... Nah. Oh, it's actually quite contrary to how I am at the moment. It is. Oh, 
Which brings in the subject of attachment styles and... <laughs> we haven't finished the content, but we'll come back to it. Okay, okay, before we get into attachment styles. It's, for me, the way I view it, it's not necessarily codependency more than interdependency, which is the next level up from independence. I can be dependent on you, and then I'll be independent, and then we're interdependent. So Excellent. I'm not necessarily dependent on you for anything, but when our two units come together... That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't need you financially. I don't need you emotionally. Yes, yes, yes. I've already got all that by myself. I'm 100% by myself. Yeah, I like that. But the best parts of us come together to build something even greater. You bring out the best in me. You bring out this in me. So let, we're building on that and making something even greater. But you also need to be whole by yourself. 100%. 100%. I don't think I could be with someone who... We've got the same friends, we've got the same life, we've got the there's same... There's going to be a degree like, of separation. There's going to be a degree of separation. We're going to be able to... And I really love the idea, and I don't know how I'm going to be living in a marriage, to be honest, I live in a living room man. You can't have two love, bedrooms, Nicole. I love the idea of me being able to just retreat into my own space. So whether it's us making sure we have money to the point where we have an east wing and west wing in the house... <laughs> That that West Wing is my own. <laughs> when I'm mad at you, I don't want to see your face. I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. I just want to be in my own space. I need my own space. I need to yeah, get that. away and just be. But you also need to be with somebody who understands that. No, but you know, no, keep going, sorry. Who understands that and just doesn't take that as you pushing them away or yeah, yeah, not yeah. wanting to be around them. Yeah, but it, in say you're completely correct because it depends on what the trigger is. Mm-hmm. So I guess yours is for the need of independence, whereas mine comes from the need of fear. I've always told you this, like when I live with someone, I want to have a separate house just in case if shit goes south, I have my own space. Mm-hmm. So mine isn't driven by, you know, I just want my independence. Mine is driven by I need a backup plan. Exactly. So, so it depends on what. It, so, if you tell your partner, "I need my own room or whatever because I thrive on having me time," mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Fair enough, makes sense." But if you tell your partner, "I need my own space as a backup plan," they're like, "What the actual fuck?" So, how would you react to me as a partner? Say, if I was your partner and I told you, <clears throat> "I really value my own space." I just don't want to be around you right now. I need my own space. That's fine. How do you react to that? I'm okay with that. As long as I've got the base security of it doesn't mean that you're leaving. Mm. Like, it just means that. How do you build that security then? Based on previous, based on action. So it depends on, I guess, the first, and I would always ask you, like, so what does that mean? Well, particularly after an argument, Mm. if you tell me that you want your own space, I'll ask you, what does that mean? Like, does that mean that you're done with this relationship? Does that mean that you're done with me? Um, or does that mean that you just need time to be away and to come back to it? So, so would you still be asking me, does that mean you're done with this relationship if we're at five years into marriage? I guess then it depends on previous, you know, then that's when the previous actions build up to it. Where it's previously, like, I now know this is how you are. Once you get into an argument, you just need your space. You just tell me, and, go, and I trust that you'll come back and we'll be okay. But if I still don't have that trust 100%, I'll ask you every single time without fail. But if you told me what I'm now saying, which is I need my own space, like in this relationship, I don't have my own house or whatever, as a backup plan, I'd be like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> what are you, backup plan? That's what you want. It's what I want, but it's not what you should want. <laughs> I... <laughs> 
even me wanting it is I recognize there's a massive problem with that. Mm. I know there's a huge problem with that. Mm. But I'm going to therapy. It's probably never going to change, but I'm still going to therapy. <laughs> I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to work on it. I may not apply exact solutions I'm being given. But, but in the I'm meantime, it's better than having a house, you know, you know, by myself, whatever. But that's what I'm saying. It depends on what you what what's driving, what's the driving what's, force, what's driving mm-hmm. force for it. But anyway, attachment styles. Oh, sorry, friendships. Oh, yes. So that's contradictory because me and you's life is mm. so intertwined. Like there's barely a degree of separation. All your friends are my friends. All my friends are not your friends, particularly because I only have two friends. You've been one of them. You've been one of them. Anything the other one. Exactly. (laughs) My dog being the other one. We have to say, like, do you know what I mean? Like, we're always. But anyway, back to codependency and friendship. I feel like it's. I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. I think. But I will say it's more important for you in the sense that we look at it differently. Because for you. In front, we've talked about this. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. And this will be the wrong time to start giving bombshells. No, it's not a bombshell. It sounds like it. For you, the time spent together is in equal valuation of the importance of the friendship. Uh, and for you? For me, I can have friends who I haven't spoken to for three months. Yeah, we've spoken about it. And them. still, yes. <laughs> And still be okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll still be okay, but it wouldn't be the same. If we didn't it speak for one same. week, if we didn't speak for one week, it would still be the same. It would still be the because you still catch up on the same things. It's if me and you didn't speak, Nicole, we've gone a day without speaking. <laughs> and then the next day after reconciling, we spent about four hours on the phone. Oh, exactly, catching up. But that's what I'm saying. That's but it's that's the same with those three months friendships. In the sense that we don't speak for three months, but when we do speak, we're on the phone for seven, eight hours. Yeah, I don't know. Catching up on three months. That's what we don't agree on. You've got, obviously, you've got friends who you don't interact with. Like, you know, some of my closest friends from Kenya, I do not speak to them. I think one of them is actually mad at me at the moment. I don't speak to them every single day. Mm-hmm. But when we catch up, it's literally picking up from, from where we left off. Yeah. But there's other, then there's another group of people of like, you're really, really, really close. Mm-hmm. So, so you haven't spoken to me for one month. Have you not had emergencies? Have you not had big things happen? Like, have you That's, not, has your phone not fallen? No, we catch up when we do. Like, it's... No. And I still value those friendships. Of course. Yeah. Um, But yeah, attachment styles. Hmm. What made me think of this today, actually? Um, I think we were at your house and we were talking about attachment styles. styles. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of times we talk about like love languages and, um, you know, like loving people how they want to be loved, but then we forget the next, you know, big bit to it, which is how how am I going to be around you? Mm -hmm. So we've got a quiz. We've got a little quiz that we're going to do to determine um, each other's attachment styles. I think I already know what mine is, and I know exactly what yours is. Um, let me guess yours. What What do you think mine? Anxious, whatever. Yeah, anxious. Anxious attachment. What are the options? Um, so attachment styles. There's secure attachment. There's um, anxious avoidant. There is. Hold on, let's pull up one of the four attachment styles. 
And this stems from parenting, doesn't it, as a child? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is shit we've all dealt with or shit we've grown up with as children. So we're not changing it now. carries on. I mean, that's what therapy is for. Nah. Therapy, nah. Therapy is not there to change it. You've not been to therapy. How would you know what it's there for? Okay, fine. I'm a therapist. No, I love therapy. So there's secure attachment, there's insecure avoidant attachment, there's resistant attachment and disorganized attachment. Um, What's the first one you said? Secure. Yeah, I reckon you're secure. I am. (laughs) Okay, let's do the test. Let's do the quiz. Let's do the quiz. Question one. I often worry that my partner will stop loving me. I couldn't click true quicker. (laughs) (laughs) What's yours? (laughs) So you never think? No. No. Also, be honest. Very. So So you don't nothing you don't think that your partner so you trust that your partner will always love you absolutely because like me why would you not love me (laughs) (laughs) i find it easy to be affectionate with my partner Um, it depends for me if it's Mm -hmm. a new partner no because i don't want it to be considered as too much but if it's an actual partner heck yes i'll go true Mm -hmm. I feel that once someone gets to know the real me, she or he won't like who I am. You're going to love me more. <laughs> That's all this confidence. Um, ooh, what do you think? I don't know. I'm torn. Also, I overthink everything since from the one mini quiz. What do you think? For you? Yeah. See, I don't know. Are you always anxious to open up even further? Because you feel like if you open, open up. Open up or show my real character. Show your real character, which yeah. is opening up and then you go down a bit more. Yeah, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that ties into a conversation I had on the weekend. Yeah, true. I find that I bounce back quickly after a breakup. It's weird how I can just put something in my mind. False, man. Nicole, (laughs) what's your answer, please? I hope all of of Nicole's exes are listening to this particular question. First of all, pause. (laughs) And you know what? I'll cut this and send it to all your fucking exes, whether it's one or twenty. I don't give a shit. If you're listening and you're Nicole's ex, let me tell you: within three business days, actually no, three days, you're you're done. Actually, three hours. Three days is when is when she actually thought she would get married to you, and that has been no one. So the moment she's gonna have the phone to you. The moment she's cried, which is in the next hour, after that, it's done. After that, no, no, no. hang up on you. Shit, yes, for two minutes. And that's it. I swear to God, that's it. There's only one person I have seen you take a while to get over. And even that was three business days. Hence why I went through business days. (laughs) That's the longest time. That's the longest time. Every single time I kept asking Nicole, I feel like I'm grieving more than me. I feel like I'm grieving. At some point, turned around, I had to comfort. I know. I'm like, I feel like you're not okay. Well, I'm fine. Now, if you're listening to Nicole, if you're Nicole's ex and you're listening, I hope you know. With me, oof. <laughs> it takes a while. It takes a while, man. When um, I'm not involved in a relationship, I feel somewhat anxious and incomplete. False. <laughs> False as well. I find it difficult to emotionally support my partner when he or she is feeling down. Nah, false. false. I love that shit. When my partner is away, I'm afraid that he or she might become interested in someone else. What? How can you go? How can you do better? <laughs> <laughs> Everything has to be the downgrade. How can you do better? <laughs> this is 
beyond, then that's fine. Beyond? <laughs> what do you mean? As a person, you're so stupid. Okay, Rihanna, oh. me too, me too, cheat on me from Rihanna. That's fine. Yeah, me too, I'll cheat on me from Rihanna. I think Rihanna will give you a chance. So. I feel comfortable depending on romantic romantic partners now. I feel uncomfortable. Not nothing. Oh no. For me to fully I think there's only one person that I've been with Hmm. and I fully relied on them. Only one. Think I'm okay, and I'm getting better. And being comfortable as well. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better with not the urge to pull out my phone and pay when it's at the end of dinner. I won't pay regardless, but it's always been that urge of, okay, let me show that I want to pay. I won't. We'll sit down and look at each other. Oh, no, look at the bill. <laughs> yeah, no, when someone does Unless I've said, okay, let me take you out, boo. <laughs> I won't fight yeah, you for it. It's, I don't, I don't I'm want to okay depend. receiving. Give me a gift. I'll say yes, thank you. And I won't feel indebted to, to, then, do to then do or want to have to one-up you. I recognize what you do for me. And I'll match your energy on some level, yes. But I won't feel indebted to Mm-mm-mm. act exact or one up you so that we on even seconds. I'm okay being the receiver. Receive. So the girl loves that. I'm fine with it. So you'll take. I'll take. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel yeah, no, nah, I don't like to Because I know what I have to offer anyway. So you're still getting the benefits regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> my independence is more important to me than my relationships. True. My independence is I love I love my independence. Is it more important than my relationships? Yeah, actually, because if 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 independence was to be taken away, I'd give up. I'd give up. Yeah. Yes. I prefer not to share my innermost feelings with my partner. True. Depends on who it is, but most times, yes, I'd rather run. Me too. Oh, we're just getting too deep. Yeah. When I show my partner how I feel, I'm afraid my partner won't feel the same about me. True. I know what you're gonna say. No, so. yeah, because how else could you not feel? How else could you not feel the same way I'm feeling? Are you okay? You decrease. <laughs> <laughs> I'm generally satisfied with my romantic relationships. I'm gonna go false. Relatively, I'm gonna go false. I don't feel the need to act out in my <laughs> false. True, I don't feel the need. What's acting out there? Um. The way I see it is, I guess, reacting to something. Like, again, one-upping. It's, oh, I did something, so I feel some kind of way, so I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think about relationships a lot. Mm, I do. Sure. Yes, because you're watching a lot of wedding videos lately. Well, the reason why they're there is because I've been watching True. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I think about relationships a lot. True. Mm, sure. True, yeah. I think about, yeah, yeah. Mm. I find it difficult to depend on romantic partners, true. I have little difficulty expressing my needs and, yeah, I have very little. I'm very vocal about what I need. Mm. Mine's false. I think I'm very, I'm specific about what I voice. Yeah, like you choose? I choose, yeah. Fair. I sometimes feel angry or annoyed my partner without knowing why. I always know why. Yeah, false. (laughs) I always know why. I'm very sensitive to my partner's moods. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe most people are generally honest and dependable. True. False. <laughs> False. I couldn't, this is for, I've never been more convinced. <laughs> I, I believe most people are generally honest and dependable. Where? Yeah, they're generally 
No, fuck no. Fuck, absolutely no. And I hope everyone in my life is listening to this. <laughs> Pop from my father. Most people, aside from your women. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't make my head like that. Sorry. Sorry, take it back. Please take it back. I prefer casual sex. No. I prefer casual sex with uncommitted partners rather than intimate sex with one person. Actually, you know what? That's false. Yeah. I love that for you. I'm comfortable sharing my personal thoughts and feelings with my partner. Depends. To a point. I guess if you're my partner, but the yes. time you're my partner, yes. that's true. Yes. Then you've let me, you've let me, allowed me a space to yeah. back down. I worry that if my partner leaves me, I might never find someone else. <laughs> False. In this I'm so scared. In this It makes me nervous when my partner gets too close. False. That shit gives me joy. <laughs> Closer, please. During a conflict, I tend to say and do things that I regret other than reasonable things. False. False. <laughs> argument with my partner doesn't usually cause me to question my entire relationship. False. False. I always question. Doesn't usually. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's true. It's true, yeah. It's false for you. Yeah, for me, it's false. One small argument. Don't answer my question. <laughs> My partners often want me to be more intimate than I feel comfortable doing. Now, uh, sometimes, actually, most times. Depends true. on who you like. Who I like? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> always like them, but sometimes just intimacy. Nicole, we don't. No. <laughs> no. Don't say things like that. Is it not true? Have we come to the focus to lie? Are our listeners nine years old? <laughs> Have they been born this month, this minute? Just click, okay? Click, click through and keep it. It's true, yes. Keep ball. <laughs> Whatever. Keep, click the one I told you to. I worry that I'm not attractive enough. <laughs> By the way. True. Really? Yeah, you know, this way acting all the time. I don't know about me. It just it hits me different every single time you say it because I'm just wondering why. No. I worry that I'm not attractive enough. False, please. <laughs> if it's not me, it's Beyonce. <laughs> Other than that, please, you can't tell me shit. I'm sorry, who? Make this like I die in one boat. We're writing the boat together. What are you telling me? Me, I'm not fine. Fuck. Sometimes people see me as boring because I create little drama. True, and I've been told that. But you're boring because you create little drama. Yes. Maybe they should be a different, but I'll go false because no one has ever been with me. Cope, say, sorry. Oh, I miss my partner when we're apart, but when we're together, I feel we need to escape. Then you shouldn't be together. That's not your partner. <laughs> <That's... laughs> sometimes you get together. Nah, look, I miss my partner. When there's a difference between you're in the house, you're sitting in different rooms, but and we've fucking talked about this. If you're sitting with your partner and you're just like, oh my fucking god, I just want to get away. Why are you with him? Why are you with him? Is it by force? You know this world, things are not by force yet. Is it by force that you're with this man? No, for me personally, if you spend an overly... Then you're not together, Nicole. 
you get sick of putting stuff. Come on. If we're fair, yes, you do. So you're, you're missing my point here, yeah? Listen. <laughs> Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. You, your partner has been away, all right, for a week. Mm? Actually, listen to me very well. <laughs> your partner has been away. Yeah. Your partner has been away for a week, and then he comes back, and you're with him, and you're like, oh, "Fuck!" And now I just want to get away because I really enjoyed my space when you're not there. Why are you with this man? Come on, I get to. I get to. He's been away. It's not every day you've got. No, look, you should not be with him. She's <laughs> the wrong one. She's right. <laughs> When I disagree with someone, I this feel comfortable expressing my opinions. It depends Ooh. who it is. No, 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 we'll argue. That one will. When because I disagree with... Oh, no, if I disagree, I'll fucking climb the hill. Me and Hills. I hate feeling that other people depend on me. I love feeling that I love... Oh. I like to be needed. Not needed or wanted? Both. <laughs> Need me and want me, boo. No, I want to be wanted. I like it when someone wants me. I, I feel like needed, then there's expectations. As long as once the expectations, I tend to run. I'm, oh, there's nothing that fills me joy than wanting me. Get me? You want me? <laughs> that one? Oh, you don't need me. You actually don't need me. You don't need me to stay over. You don't need me to come with you. You don't need, you don't need you to talk to me, me but you just want, oh, please. I, I like to be both. I like being wanted. I don't want but to be I also so you want to be needed. I want to be needed because I want to feel like for me person and the way I look at relationships, if I'm not adding any value to your life, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, but does that also just give you a level of security that I think yeah, you need to go to therapy? You can't do any better. Because <laughs> yeah, you really need therapy. <laughs> if I notice that someone I'm seeing is checking out someone else, I don't let it face me. I might feel a little being a pang of jealousy, but it's fleeting. True. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Depends on the person. It depends who. It depends who it is. Like, it also depends on what kind of checking out it is. Because I'll see a man and I'll be with my man and I'll be like, oh, he, he's fine. That's fine. You look at the best. You should match up. You should. I, so, so now, it's actually like, I'm fucking fighting you and your grandma. What the fuck do you mean I should get a booty like hers? <laughs> Mine is good. I might feel a Yeah, I'm going to go false. Yeah, I might feel a pang of jealousy, but that's about it. Yeah, is that so it's true? If, you, if I'm not just, I'm checking, I don't let it face me. But you know what? If someone is, this is when it will face me. If someone is always admiring someone who's completely opposite to you. Oh, that will face yeah. me. Then it starts begin with the question of so what, what do you exactly? What do you? Why are you with me? Like mm-hmm. yeah. If I notice that someone I'm seeing is checking out other people, I feel relieved because it means they're not looking to be exclusive. Nah. False. I love exclusivity. If I notice someone I'm seeing is checking out other people, it makes me feel depressed. Nah. False. Depressed. I'm depressed is a big word. I still couldn't do better. If, if someone I've been dating acts cold in distance, I may wonder what's happened, but I know it's probably not about me. True. False. False, false, false. <laughs> just false. This is based on recent activities. If someone I'm seeing, sometimes when I get what I want in a relationship, I'm not sure what I want anymore. True for you, Nicole. True for you. Oh. Just, click, just click true. I'm so sorry. Just what? click true. That's not <laughs> exactly what I want. If I'm not getting just, it, then. just click true. Just click true. Excuse me. Are you me? Yes. On this question of fucking no. Were you going to say false? Were you going to say false? False? If I get what I want, if I don't get what I want, then obviously it's not enough. Okay, so first. <laughs> we'll deal with this later. <laughs> What's your answer? 
Um, sometimes it depends. If I really like the person, then no. But if I again, I'm gonna assume all these questions to someone I would like. So false. I won't have much of a problem staying in touch with my ex. Truly platonic. After all, we have a lot in common. Not I'm fun. sure. <laughs> We'll stay in touch, boo, just in case. Um, I guess I'm just thinking of my recent ex. I had nothing to do with him. No, but, if you hate him, um, yeah. Um, but if it was, I think a very neutral. Hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> he does. <laughs> um, if it's been a very mutual breakup, but I mean, if, if it's, it's a mutual breakup, I feel like even if it was painful, but we haven't done anything necessarily to harm each other. That's a thing. Then it's. Exactly. If there's nothing that you've done that's hurt me, like obviously the breakup hurt and whatever, but it's nothing directed to me. To me, yes. So if you got there slandering my name, then I have nothing to do with you. My partner often comments or complains that I am controlling. Ooh, fuck. Yes, that one was a bit of a toxic partner. Because I wanted him to stay to comfort me if he said I'm controlling. So does that count? No. Has any other partner told you they're controlled? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> no memory toxicity, sis. Still toxic. I don't know. Have I been told I've been controlling? Do you think you are? I reckon you're quite flexible. I'm flexible enough. I think I'm, yeah, I'm compromising enough. Well, I'm compromising too. But like things a certain way. Yes. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah. I often expect the worst to happen in my relationship. Every single fucking no. day. Man, that's such a burden. That's a big job. That one I don't understand. Complete. Calculating, calculating, calculating. Slowly, slowly. Yes. Just as I thought, based on your results from Dr. Neiman's attachment style assessment. Style assessment, your attachment style, Nicole, is secure. Emily, based on the results from Dr. Nima's attachment style, your attachment style is secure. <laughs> I'm Dr. Nima, so that was not right. <laughs> no, I actually say it's anxious. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Nima, the review. Congratulations, you now know your attachment style. Woohoo! <laughs> now, I reckon it's so important to, even with your partner, and then, I, then you just kind of get to understand, like, how they are, and even with like the people closest to you, so you can love them the way they need to be loved. I think that's very important in a relationship. Combine that with love languages. You're good. You're good. And then you can get certain cues. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, if someone, you know, if you sh- if you keep quiet and someone starts freaking out, you're not like, are you fucking crazy? Just like that's just how they are, and you know, vice versa as well. If someone just keeps quiet, it's not because they don't love you, hence they're not fighting. It's just they actually just don't want a fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's so important. Um, before we go today, mental health. We've been joking about therapy. Point one, you need to go see a therapist. We are doing the hypnotherapy thing together. I'm actually going to message her soon. So I've been booked. This is the family that I have. I've been booked into a hypnotherapy session. Yeah. Without my consent. So you don't want to go? It's cool. We'll go. Do you want right here in front of people who are not nine years it's old? It's fine. We'll go. You go because I never say never. Let's do it. Exactly. And it's, it'll be your first time to therapy. I've been singing therapy to you, but the reason I wanted to talk about therapy and emotional damage. <laughs> emotional <laughs> damage. <laughs> now when we talk about mental health, we're gonna be serious. We're gonna have some level of seriousness. 
but do you know what I think? I feel like we make a lot of this mental health thing because our lives and ourselves are so, so chaotic, chaotic that we ourselves, between the two of us, just find joy, almost find peace in, <laughs> in making light of it. Yeah, it's really, it's actually not a joke. Sometimes we laugh about it and then we sit back and like, it's actually not funny. It's actually not funny. <laughs> I'm what I was talking to you recently about something about family, whatever. <laughs> and we, we cracked up laughing <laughs> and in tears on the floor. <laughs> and then someone asked, what are you guys laughing about? And we're like, um, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely shouldn't even laugh. <laughs> Actually, not funny. You're not going to find it funny. But if you don't you're laugh, you're probably going to cry. You're probably going to cry if we tell you. But no, yeah, we make light of, um, so many situations because really sometimes it's like you know how to I guess it's like a coping mechanism but I feel I'm such I'm such an advocate for therapy although I'm now realizing that therapy isn't the only answer but I think we you need to go to therapy no I do I feel like there's definitely issues for me that I need to talk about specifically with a therapist mainly because it will be somebody who is emotionally unattached to me so it's not feel because here's the thing when you are, because therapy comes in different ways. Therapy comes exactly. from talking as friends. Therapy comes from getting the girls together on one night and just unleashing and just being vulnerable and doing whatever. And that's also therapy in itself. Because you're not holding yourself, you're actually not expressing your, yourself to people who care about you. But for me, professional therapy, the way I look at it at least, it allows me to be in a space where I can be completely open and completely vulnerable to somebody who is essentially a stranger and isn't emotionally attached to me, so I don't feel like I'm burdening them. They're not carrying the weight. Because when people love you, regardless, and you know you're shaking your head, but it's so very true. When people love you, it almost when you're sharing with them and you're unloading on them essentially, you're sharing half a burden with them and they're carrying it with them. And they'll feel your trauma and they will feel your pain and they'll feel everything with it and becomes a part of them. Sometimes they don't feel like it's fair. Hence why it's also very important that before you unleash on your friends, you check on their mental health. Check if they have the capacity. And not a lot, not enough of us do that. Check if your people have the capacity to take on whatever you want to give to them. You don't even apply that to in your own life. At least not with me. Not with you, because you also don't apply with you, my life. Mm. Yes. No, I, I kind of disagree with that, but that's a separate conversation. But yeah, no, I agree. I think talking to someone who's outside helps. Um, and I agree there's more forms of therapy than actually going to talk to a therapist. Mm. In saying that, I feel like recently, at least within our community, there's been so many people, um, I guess, choosing to end their lives. Mm. Um, probably should have put a trigger warning or whatever. But anyway, trigger warning, I guess. This is new to me. Please don't come for me. Why are you but, ignoring your voice? Okay, trigger warning. Yes. Mm-hmm. So some people within our community have chosen to you know, end their life, And it just makes me so sad. And you read through the comments and people always say, I was just with you last night or I just mm-hmm. spoke to you or just mm-hmm. on the phone to you, whatever. And it always, um, wow, it's never happened to me. Someone so close. I can't imagine. I can't imagine the pain. I guess that's making it about you, but I generally can't imagine the pain of feeling like you could have come and talked to me and we could have solved it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, look, there's no form of advice. Like, I really, for me at least, I don't think there's any form of advice other than, but I don't really think I'm even here to give advice. 
I just I just want us to talk about it. I feel like that's it. Yeah, I'd like to get the stigma off, you know, mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's also on us to be conscious, conscious of that of, of those around of us. Yeah, and exactly. Allowing a space. I remember allowing mm-hmm. catching this message which is so shitty of me. Mm-hmm. I remember somebody just writing me message on me, message me the other day and said, "Hey Nicole, I'm just checking in." Wow, that's just, sweet. Yeah. You can't we're, not, we're not that close. Doesn't matter. But it was it touched me in the moment. It could be the spirit. I got I got distracted. But just little things like that. Yeah. Check on and it's be okay with replying to how are you with hey, I'm actually oh. feeling quite down today. Yeah. But, but I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, I just wanna be. When someone tells you, okay, I'm not yeah. Someone tells you, I'm not doing great. Okay, what do you need? I don't really know what I need. Maybe just need some time. I need some space. I need whatever. Okay, I'm here for you if you ever need anything. Call me. And check in yes. again. And check in again. Just reassure people around you that you were there and you were present. And so one thing I always tell my friends, it's mm-hmm. really the one thing I always tell my friends. I don't have many. Um, but and your two friends, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly the one thing I always say. Please, please, please. Whether we're close or we're not, um, please reach out. And you know, you know what? What I'm learning, and my dad has always raised me like this: you really never know what someone is going through. Oh, absolutely! You absolutely. really never know. You really, really never know. Like this interview at Red Table with Miss USA, um, who killed herself, took her own life a couple of years ago, I believe, and her mum came to the red table with Jane and whatever and was speaking about, you know, how she did it. And everyone and you know, she said some of the one of the biggest thing everyone was saying was she literally was the happiest person. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought she was the happiest person. Mm-hmm. But I said on those people you think are strongest sometimes, you know, it really gets them. that's what we forget because I've been in a place where I've been that person for my people. Like um Nicole is a happy girl like you see yeah. anything, I'm here. Uh, at any time, call me whatever, and people see that, and the people actually act and put depend on you and everything. But it puts across the image that you're so strong they don't really need anything. So yeah, people forget yeah. to ask you what you need, 100%. and people kind of neglect the fact that you too may be going through the same thing. And they forget again, going back to what I said before, they forget to check in because people would now call me and unload because Nicole is that person. Yeah. Yes. Nicole will take on, give great advice, comfort you, give you food, do whatever. But nobody really comes back around and just really goes, so how, how are, are you? you, really? And I think I almost, I'm unlearning this slowly, but I've almost mastered the concept of just, again, masking and then not overwhelming my people either. Anyway, man, and sometimes it's hard because sometimes it feels so alone. Yeah, and even yeah. in times like that, there is even if it's not your friends, there's lifeline they can call. There's so many different places yeah. where you can just sit and talk without place of judgment. It doesn't have to be a closest people. Again, there's always there's resources. If you don't, if you feel like they're gonna judge, that's fine. There's always resources. Talk about something you can talk about it with a stranger, a professional stranger who has no attachment to you, but will just listen. There's always a way around it I, I hate saying a way out because sometimes a conversation fix jack shit mm-hmm. but there's always a way around it mm-hmm. you know and you chip you chip on it a little bit and That's sometimes it's not even a problem sometimes it's just a feeling so many times i've woken up and i've just been like 
fuck, I hate it here. Mm. I just absolutely hate it here. Like, and then I've gone through everything. Like, can you pinpoint? It's like, nah, nothing. Like, I've probably had a really good day, business, work, whatever. But I just woken up and that I actually just I'm not, absolutely yes, hate yes, it. Here. I'm not hundred percent. I'm just. I, and that's I, normal. Yeah. That's especially African men. Guys, it's okay to show your feelings. It's fine. Speak. It's not every day. Hard guy. Hard, hard guy. guy. For what? For who? For who? <laughs> Until recently, never spoke about his feelings. He never spoke, and you know, you know me, Nicole. Uh, me and my emotions will talk. Oh, we'll oh, talk. Oh. We'll dissect. Yo, within forty-eight hours of meeting Emily, this girl has sat me down in the back of my shop, dissecting. Because you did something that upset me for forty-eight hours. Because I did something that upset her. Of course. <laughs> but like I said before, mm-hmm. I only do it for people that matter. Because there's then people who I don't care about in that way, and they'll piss me off, and that. Like it's literally that's it. Yeah. But my dad was never someone to talk about. Like we've had so many tragedies happen within the family, things that I would have thought would things that would finish me as a person. But it was never talked about it until I went back home and I was like, Dad, let's talk about this. And it's like, Oh, you know, us men don't talk. I was like, Bullshit, let's talk let's about talk. this. And it was crying and everything. And he literally told me, This is the first time in my whole 62 years of life that I've ever talked about how I feel yeah. and that I've ever cried about. Things like the death of my brother. He never cried about it until that night. And he never talked about it. Yeah. Create as friends. Create that space of being okay with communicating your hardships. When you go, especially with mental health, guys, talk about it. Be open about it. And it's okay to be depressed. It's okay to be anxious. It's all... <laughs> Yeah. It's a part of life. Life is difficult. Life is hard. It's not. It was not meant to be soft, then. If it was soft, we'd all be living lavish. Aren't we all? Life is a struggle. 
every day you wake up and it's a battle and everybody has their own different battles but there's different there's commonalities that we all talk through i love it triggers might be different traumas might be different spaces might be different but at the core of it we're all gonna have panic attacks there's gonna be a moment where you're just like i can't do this anymore you're gonna hate yourself at some moment the most some of us who seem as confident as nothing so it's probably the most confident human being i know sometimes i sit back and i question myself the whole time look at myself in the mirror and say "Eh, sis you're not beyonds (laughs) (laughs) or really really. sometimes you feel like you do sometimes you feel like you don't and that's okay yeah but if we're not talking about it then what are we doing the one who doesn't go to therapy has spoken yes 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 again therapy comes in different forms um, but you need to sit down with a psychologist. Oh, yes, I do. That's fine. That's fine. Do you hate that I say that so many times? It won't. It won't change anything I do. Because no, I know it. I know. I need you. Um, it's funny. My therapist told me to stop pushing it. I was like, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm saying, I'm not going to. You know, you keep pushing, but I'll go in my own time. It's, just, it's fine, but I, I hundred percent. But I'll keep pushing. Oh, that's how we're going to hypnotherapy. I'll do that when I'm at the gates of heaven, and God is asking me, <laughs> "Did you do what? Did you do? Did you do your bit?" And I'll be like, "God, on the 28th of June, I went to hypnotherapy." Is that what you want? Thanks for letting me know. We went. God, is that not something? Even you, when you look unbiasedly. I'm sure by the next episode we definitely will have some updates. Yeah. There's been a brief pause. Um <laughs> <laughs> let's call it that. <laughs> let's call it a pause. Um there was a brief pause um in that situation. But we shall be getting What are you calling it? A situation. I'll call it a situation. What are the steps? So is it talking stage? Not quite yet. I wouldn't well, I mean, no, I, hold I, on. I, I, I did the most. I wouldn't even want it then. Wait, so what's talking stage? Talking stage is we're talking so we can build into something. I'm not even sure building into anything yet. That's talking stage? Yeah. Okay. What's the, what's the stage at? Is that, what about, is talking and seeing someone the same thing? Yes. But seeing is, seeing is just sex, right? If you're seeing someone, it's no, just sex. Sex is, is packing. Oh, we're, we're just packing. Okay. Yes. So there's packing, there's seeing and t- t- talking. Mm-hmm. And then before dating, or is it straight to dating? Yeah. 
Okay. Marriage? Not dating, and then a proper, like a solid relationship. Oh wait, so there's dating before the relationship? That's what I thought too. I mean, what the fuck? For a while before we make anything official. Wait, what? Like, no. like seeing each other exclusively, and then in a relationship, it's solidified. But exclusively is. between the two of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yo. You know what? This is how we're gonna end it. Let me tell you what this guy said to me two hours ago in my car. <laughs> In true toxic fuckboy energy, <laughs> Emily Atenamboya said to me, <laughs> you know, there is... <laughs> Would you like to say it for the people? I can be exclusive with you. So outside of my relationship, we're exclusive. Exactly. In other words, you are an exclusive side, side chick or a side nigga. Not particularly. It's outside my relationship. So you want the I'm yours. <laughs> and you're mine. And that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ends episode two of Organized Chaos Podcast with Emma and Nicole. <laughs> Please be exclusive to us. Outside of it. Again, um, <laughs> Um, feel free to engage with us on social media if you haven't followed us yet please follow us we are organizedchaos.pod on Instagram and organizedchaos.pod on Twitter and yes we shall catch you on the next episode in two weeks woohoo it's your girl Nicole and it's me Emily talk to you in two